hit me. Hit you? <laughs> well, not. <laughs> the first question is, when is it okay to hit back? Here we go. We're doing it. We are doing it. Welcome to the Uncomplicated Podcast. Um, I was just thinking, what time did I text you yesterday about doing this today? Mm, it's probably been less than 24 hours. I was like, it was like five o'clock last night. Yeah. Shout out to Litos, our creative director. Shout out to Litos. Borrowing all his equipment today. Making it happen. I texted him. I was like, we've been talking about this since January. I think it, it's we, time. if we don't do it, we don't do it. <laughs> so what's this podcast for? Why would we even do another podcast? Because you know we already do one every week anyway. So what? Why would we do this? Why would we do this? Uh, there is a, I'll call it, call it a gift you could interchange that word with maybe a grace on, I believe, your life, a gift to help keep faith uncomplicated. And I think that, I mean, that's part of just our life's mission is to help people uh, understand who God is. And um, yeah, so. Behind me is a sign Mm -hmm. and it says, keep it uncomplicated. Yes. And I think that God never intended faith to be complicated, um, but we sure have a way of doing that. We totally we have a have way, a way of, of making that. things complicated. I think people are complicated, totally. and so you know we bring our own issues, our own our junk, own. our own history, our own hurt. Minutia. Yeah, we bring that yes. into to life and to relationships and our interpretation of the Bible and all that. And next thing you know, things feel complicated. And I just wonder how many times God's like, "Dude, you're making this way too complicated." Yeah, that's the way the Lord speaks to me. By the way, He says, "Dude," he says, yep. "Dude." Well, it gets your attention. You're, yeah. <laughs> this is this is not supposed to be that complicated. So, right. So, um, yeah, we have a number of questions that people submitted online, mm-hmm. and we should probably get to them. But I just want to just say that I this is an experiment. Yeah. Like I'm not an I'm, exciting experiment. Yeah, I mean, I have a little bit of history doing some stuff. But yeah, with your voice, tell tell us about that. I think once you uh, maybe did a Hot Wheels commercial. Oh, that kind so, of history. So let's 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 yes. hear it. Let's hear the commercial. How old yes. were you? Oh, okay. I thought you meant a little history with podcasting, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. there's okay. that too, when but let's start kid, at the beginning. <laughs> when I was a kid, I did a lot of voiceovers for like Nickelodeon and Disney and like, you know, that kind of stuff. I did, I did do Hot Wheels. So let's hear it. He'll hear what? The, the, the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the Hot Wheels commercial? Yes, it's so I, good. I did the voice. Hot Wheels leading the way. <laughs> <laughs> Still sounds. So, uh, how old were you when you did that? You go. I don't know, like twelve. Twelve. But All right. Didn't you also do a Disney uh, Channel commercial? Let's talk about the Lord. Okay. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's talk right. about the fact that I'm wearing shorts right now. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about that. Why? Why are you wearing shorts? Because uh, I <laughs> the boy came from the gym this morning and we did this last minute and we and I. Forgot to bring pants. Oh, I thought you liked wearing shorts. And it's probably. You know, and we live in Southern California, that's and true. the weather is beautiful today. Um, it's most of the time very beautiful. So yeah, you and can I always wear have shorts. to wear pants on my normal podcast. On Sundays, they make me wear pants. <laughs> so this podcast, I'm in control, baby. There you go. Glad okay. you're wearing shoes. So let's talk about let's talk about real quickly before we get into the first question. How many of these are we gonna do, babe? Because what if nobody cares and what if nobody listens? Because I don't want to waste my time. You don't want to waste your time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want this to resonate with people. Right. We want how to do, help people. How do we know if it's going to resonate? Um, 
why don't we go ahead and try 12 different podcasts? I think that's a number. It's 12 a goal. Eps. 12 episodes that we're committing to. You're not to. a quitter when it comes to episodes. I'm not a quitter, yeah, when it comes to episodes, to watching them, to making them. I'm just not a quitter. You say you're going to do something, you're going to do it, which I love. Yes. Last night I walked it. in and you were watching a TV show, which I was surprised to see you watching. But it was the 200th episode of that show that you'd seen? Um, It was Keeping Up with the Kardashians. There you can is. go ahead and put me on blast. And there I was watching the last, the final episode of 20 seasons. And yes, I saw every single episode You're because not I'm not a quitter. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do 200 episodes of the Uncomplicated Podcast. But let's see if it resonates. Let's you know see. what I mean? And I just want to throw this out there. I've never said this before. Well, I said it one other time. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you don't subscribe, then it doesn't get visible from right. what I understand mm-hmm. and less people see it and we are doing this as a way to help people who are struggling with questions about faith or life or the Bible or relationships or whatever right. and when you do subscribe and when you do thumbs up and hit the bell which by the way I've never done I've never done that too I've done it but I will do that to this one um, <laughs> that helps get you know the the word out for people who are searching so yep. all right so uh, let's let's get into the first question all right what's the first question hit me Hit you? Well, not. (laughs) The first question is, when is it okay to hit back? Ooh, babe, too soon, too soon. When is it okay (laughs) to hit back? What goes through your mind when you hear that question? So when I hear that question, um, many people in the United States just watched an award show. Beyond the United States. uh, Beyond the United States, but it was filmed here in California. And it was just a few days ago, and that is what my head goes to um, when you ask that question. What when is it okay to hit back? Um, a famous actor uh, was host, or, well, a comedian was right. hosting the award show, right. and um, you know said something. Um, which most comedians will poke fun at right. different uh, actors, and they did that, and. Um, the husband of the actor that they poked fun at uh, got really upset yeah. and uh, went up on stage and slapped the comedian. In a weird slap. I know. You didn't it think was it was a weird real. slap. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the way you hit him and I was like, who slaps like that? Well, you're a martial artist. So, I mean, it's it's common even watching a movie. Should I teach people how to slap appropriate <laughs> right now? No, you should no, not. I shouldn't do you that. should right. not. That's not Just to let funny. you know, when you need to throw a strike, let's say you're in a situation where you're defending yourself, okay? You want to follow through <laughs> all the way. You don't want to lean back and slap someone. You want to follow all Well, the he's way an actor, through. baby. He's not a martial artist. So let's just give him some grace with his form. Yes. But getting back to what have happened. Have you ever slapped someone like that? I have never laid a hand on anybody. No. Yeah, that's good. You're and I've actually woman. never received uh, any sort of um, slap or punch by the grace of God. And I'd like to keep it that way. But no, I've never engaged in anything like that. Unlike you, who is a black belt in Tong Sudo. And you slap me all the time. Uh, yes. What? No, I'm just <laughs> I was like, you're a black belt. Don't want any part of that. You've never slapped me. You before, actually, but you've threatened to slap me. I've probably said that. You've said I will slap you sideways. I've never I will said slap that. you silly. I've never said that. Well, it's an empty threat. Um, <laughs> when I joking about this, you know, you get into territory where you're like, wait a minute, right. like, don't joke about this because there's yeah. definitely women and men victims of domestic violence, Absolutely. and I imagine women and men, but but you know. I could imagine seeing that mm-hmm. and being like, 
dude, are we just going to let some guy slap someone and just right. make that okay? Like, hasn't our culture, hasn't our society, like, like progressed? Mm-hmm. Are, aren't we the kind of people that say, hey, violence is not okay, like, in any form? Yeah. Um, which I think is probably what's going to happen with this conversation. I know this just happened a day ago, but it's probably going to happen with this conversation. Like, what constitutes violence or not? So, yeah. Right. Um, is it okay to hit back was the question, not right. is it okay to hit? Right, 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 right. Um, you know, I think everyone has an opinion and right. our opinions are formed by our worldview, by how we've been raised right. and conditioned. And so, um, you know, I'm sure just like you, some of I think there's three different responses here. There's some people that think like, well, he was defending his wife. It's okay. It was honorable. That's I've, I've heard that side of it. Did part of you, when you saw him stand up for his wife in any way, be like, I would want justice to do that for me. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And why not? Because I personally don't have this like gaping hole of like, I need people to stand up for me. Though there are people that I'm sure have been victimized and have nobody standing up for them. Correct. Yeah. Um, I haven't fortunately been a a victim of domestic violence. And so I don't have that in me where I I feel um, like people haven't stood up for me. So I need someone to do that. Right. I would actually probably thinking through it, if that were me and someone said something to me, I would be mortified if he reacted that way because... What would you have wanted me to do? I think uh, nothing kind of, you know, shook it off, maybe not smiled. That would probably be like the extent of like, dude, not cool. Okay. Um, But there would be nothing in me that's like, go fight that guy or go hit that guy, go get that person. You know, a lot of guys fantasize. Like I remember I had a friend... (laughs) And I had a friend, dude, in college. This is such a terrible story. He's never going to listen to this. <laughs> he told me that um, he planned a situation where he had one of his friends at school <laughs> come oh and, like, try to attack a girl <laughs> at school. And then he jumped in and tried to rescue her, like, damsel in, damsel in, damsel in damsel distress. Damsel in distress. And he told me that story, and I was like, what on earth are you talking about? And I think there's guys out there in maybe some sort of, like, reptilian primal <laughs> consciousness there where they're like, um, this is how I show what it means to be a man to come to the rescue of a woman. Every woman needs someone to come to the rescue. That's just not the case with everything. I think Right. Well, saying, I think, too, there's – I think in our culture, even if you look at Disney movies, there is – you know, every girl wants to be rescued is kind of the narrative we've grown up listening to. And um, I don't know if it's necessarily a healthy narrative, um, but even more so than like our opinion. So there's some people that like it was honorable. Right. 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 right? And that's their opinion. A lot of Disney movies don't even do that anymore. Right. They've kind of seared away from that. Yes. Yeah. Progress like Uh conscious, like, like a collective conscious evolution. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that side. And then there's another uh, side that would say violence. It's not okay. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting because, you know, I'm old school, right? Mm -hmm. And my parents violently hit me with a belt as a kid, right? Mm -hmm. I don't hold that against them. I personally don't need to do that with my kids uh, because you raise them so well. (laughs) Um, But um, just shout out to my wife for doing 90% of the lifting in that department. Um, But I I love that you said my kids, not our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, our kids. (laughs) Our kids. Well, sometimes you say your kids. Well, to when me. they're when they're acting, uh, when like they're misbehaving, <laughs> <laughs> I will say your your kids, your children. Yeah. So um, 
I said that to Logan. I was like, your dog just pooped in the house. <laughs> I, I do yeah, call it your yeah. dog. We just got a puppy and he's a puppy. And so he will be our next guest on the podcast. <laughs> no, he will not. <laughs> um, uh, where was I going with that? We were saying that. that there's people that, um, you know, violence is not okay. That's, oh, that's oh, oh, there. I was saying as a dude, you know, um, uh, 10 years ago, you, you would ask me, was that violence? And I'm like, no, that dude got what, he, you know, you talk about another man's wife, you get slapped in the face and that's mm-hmm. over. Cause I, I remember, you know, with guys, it's a little bit, I, I don't know if it's still this way, but like we used to get in fist fights all the time when we were kids. Yeah. And then we would just like squash the beef. That's what we called it. Squash well, it, the beef. It's just almost weird. Like you yeah. had um, a fight club Bible study. Right, right, right. Right. Where you guys would train in martial arts and read the Bible together. And there was like this camaraderie. Everyone uh-huh. loved it. It blew up. It was yeah. a big old thing. And I had a bunch of the wives or different females going like, Maria, we need to do um, a, a women's fight club. And I was like, um, no. I'm like, if you ever hit me, I won't ever want to see you again right right and right. It, i think i don't i mean i'm not classifying like everyone feels the same way right, but i right, know right. as for myself i can only speak for myself if someone were to hit me like that would stay with me yeah, yeah, yeah. um as opposed to guys that can like beat each other up and then all of a sudden they're hugging and i'm like what is Dude, this is so i was 15 weird. years old <laughs> my friends jumped me yeah i was 15 years old one of my buddies mouth off to me we were doing a homework assignment at his house and I couldn't take it anymore. And we went outside to his driveway and we threw down in the driveway, right? My parents rolled up right when we were like throwing blows. Mm-hmm. And like we pretend like we weren't doing anything. And I got in the car, but it was like, dude, Friday after school, we'll see you there. Like actually, right? So uh-huh. like like that day on Friday or whatever, I'm like wearing like loose fitting clothes. I'm like <laughs> warming up, you know? We show up to the after school fight. And uh, this little private school boy didn't bring enough friends to the fight. Didn't know. And I didn't realize it. So they wound up jumping me and stomping me in. And it wasn't very fun. Um, Did you forgive them after? Like, was it fine? So after they stomped me in, right? I mean, I I got one good punch on the guy. Um, Did you have your black belt at this time? I did. And also, also, you know, yeah. Anyways, so um, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't like violent, like where I like had a broken ribs or anything like mm-hmm. that. You know, it was just like his friends versus my friends and I didn't bring enough friends. And anyways, this is the 90s. So afterward, we looked at like each a other. Yard school rumble, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Afterward, me and my buddy were like, want to go play Sega Dreamcast? <laughs> and we walked to his house and played video games after. And like, that's, that's kind of a weird thing about guys. Like yeah. I have a feeling those two celebrities, those guys, because it was guy on guy. I bet you that that in some weird way, I'm not condoning violence, mm-hmm. but I have seen guys throw blows and still be friends afterward. Right. And it doesn't, you know, of course, if gender it's gender opposite, there's right. no, I mean, I'm, but I've seen guys just squash the beef. Now, I don't know if things are still that way. Right. I just know that as a kid, we used to get in fights all the time. Right. So, Well, I also think, too, I mean, depending on your background, just like we were saying, your upbringing, like you grew up doing martial arts. Yeah. And our boys have done martial arts. Right. And our oldest is a black belt right, right, now. Right, 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 right. And I remember when he was training when he was young, um, I was like, 
the sparring was really hard for me to watch. He was a kid. It was hard for him. And he, and you said like Maria, like he needs to know that he can take a punch. And I was yeah, like, for sure. but does he, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just think our environments really shape how we feel and, and what we do, but where I want to get to, depending on whatever your opinion is, your right. opinion may be that like, there's just been too much light on this scenario. You know what I mean? That there, there's been too much press or too much attention, but what I think- What would you tell your kids? Well, let's talk about that yeah. because last night at dinner, um, we sat around the table and we actually told our kids um, about what yeah, had happened. Who was talking about it at school? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure someone talked about yeah. it at school. So we sat them all down as we ate our dinner, and we began to ask questions about um, what had happened. Yeah, I mean, I think our, our our oldest is turning 12, and then we have a seven year old son as well, and then we have a six year old daughter. Did I get those mm-hmm. ages right? You did. Good and job. And I kind of asked them how each one of them felt right when, when I retold the story to mm-hmm. them. And do you remember what our middle son said? No, I just remember being surprised by it. What did he say? He's the sweetest kid in the world. Sweetest kid in the world. the most non-violent, you know, yeah, the most. Yeah, that guy would take like five punches before he would ever like fight back. Yeah. But he did say, if someone did that to my mom, I would knock him out. <laughs> You know, and he's yeah. only a blue belt, but you know, <laughs> but I'm like, whoa, hello, right? You know? And he's so nonviolent; like he's actually yeah. been bullied at school. He's been kicked and yeah. hit before, and yeah. won't even tell us because that's how non-confrontational he is. Right, 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 right. So right. there was something in like his just his growing little manhood that was like innate in him that was like, you can't do that to my mom or my sister. Like he something, would. Something I think there is some sort of manhood something in there because I don't know. when yeah. I wrestle his older brother, he comes to his rescue. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, he definitely, that's when he kind of responds right. and it's almost like something switches in him when it's like, you can do that to me, but if you do that to somebody like my mom, I'm going to stand up for her. Right. And I mean, is there anything, was there anything that felt honorable about that situation between those celebrities or? I think the standing up part is, yeah, right? Like, depend. everyone's got a different opinion. Where I want us to get to is how we're supposed to respond as followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, what does the Bible say about this? How do we navigate these things? Yeah. And Jesus stood up for people that couldn't stand up for themselves. Right, right, right. And I think that's so important. I think it's how you do it that's also very important. Right. But I think there is something that that uh, when someone is, uh, you know, marginalized and pushed away or uh, is a victim, like there's something in us of something righteous that like rises up and says like, not on my watch. I'm not going to let that happen. Okay. But here's the question. Standing up for somebody who can't stand up for themselves. We all understand that Mm -hmm. that's, there's, that's, that's the gospel. Right. Jesus stood up for me, for us when we couldn't stand up for ourselves. Right. He lived the life that we couldn't live. Mm -hmm. He hung on a cross for us because, so we didn't have to do it. He stands before the father. He answers like he, he, that, that is the gospel. The good news is that somebody's here to rescue you. Yeah. Right. Uh, the scripture says, what is that scripture? You know, the son of man didn't come to, to, to be served, but to serve and be and and to become a ransom for many. right? Right. So like, so he, there is that, but how you do that, the question then gets into the conversation of what is violence. Right. Right. So what is violence? Was Jesus ever violent? I was just going there. I was, uh, <laughs> I, I think my, my wheels are turning as you were talking. Um, we do have a story 
in the Bible where Jesus got a little bit upset. Right. And a little bit upset? A little bit upset. Um, he got upset a lot. He got really upset. Yeah. And it's a story um, where it was a big weekend in uh, Israel and uh, all these people were crowding um, the temple, right. but they were turning the temple into a marketplace. Right, right, right. And uh, ripping people off. Ripping people off. It, it came. It was a house of worship that was becoming something else that it yeah. wasn't meant to be. And and I think what really made Jesus upset was that um, people that wanted to get to God were being pushed out right, by all the of outer courts. Right, the was outer where they courts were setting up all that marketplace. Right. So so people could not get to God and that's what upset Jesus. Yeah. It was this righteous anger right, right, where he right, was right. like, no, people want to get to God. We got to get all the barriers That out was of the, the court of uh, the Gentiles. Right. So it's like they weren't allowed to go all the way into the most sacred areas, but the area that was for visitors mm-hmm. on this big weekend, yeah. now they weren't even allowed there. Right. So how did he respond to that? So I think, <laughs> we, you know, Jesus being fully God and fully human right. um, took some time, which I think is important when we get upset about something. I think it's really wise and to follow, to follow in Jesus' footsteps. Dude, you, to, such a, you even prepared for this. Look at you right now <laughs> preaching a sermon. Keep going. Um, to just take a minute to breathe. Yeah, and so what he good. did with his minute was he got... Um, some cords yep. and started braiding them together to make a weapon. It, it's so wild that I think we just, we, we, we pass over this. Like Jesus made the whip. Right. That had to take time. Yes. Like you had to go find the resources. Yeah. Gather them together. And this is like, and you're, this you're, is ancient Israel. They don't have Walmarts and Targets <laughs> on the corner. Like you can't just go to Home Depot and pick up your supplies and go home and make whatever you want to make. Like, and you're saying you he's doing to, that because like he's upset and he's like, I cool, think so. Cool I think he's like, let me, this is going to take a minute to find this stuff and to make it. Let me cool down. Observation, I think yeah. it's wisdom. And so he, I don't know how long it took him. The Bible doesn't tell us, but I think it took says, a minute. It says he made it. Yeah. He made it. So that that's some time it, it, there. It's, it's the opposite of like he walks in there and he's like, what the heck is going on in here? Right. And he grabs something off the table like a candelabra. Like, <laughs> just you know what I mean? Starts he grabs like it, a right. poker for like, you know what I mean? For a cattle and he just like wails on people. He saw what was going on and he was angry, which is okay. The scripture, Jesus says this and so does Paul, uh, be angry but do not sin. Right. Right. So anger is an emotion that's good for you. When there's reasons to be upset about things, when we see areas of injustice, when we see people that are being treated unfairly, that that's supposed to tick us off. When Carter heard that last night, like I would slap that dude or whatever. <laughs> said, someone said that about my mom. I'd knock him out or whatever, you know? So, so that is a really great observation that he, he, it was, it was premeditated. It was premeditated. Yeah. He took some time and then he made a whip and it doesn't say that he whipped anybody. That's I think true. he just made a little bit of a commotion. Yeah, he flipped you know? the tables over. Flipped the tables, probably just started whipping things out of the way. I think he whipped the cattle and the animals and got so. them to run out all over Maybe. the place. Um, but I think the commotion would cause that anyway. Sure. And so, I mean, we do see instances where Jesus was had it called. I think the Bible says uh, you might be able to say if I'm right or not on this, but like it was a righteous anger yeah, and yeah, yeah. something rose up. He yeah. took time to cool down. He was still upset. Yeah. He responded in a, uh, I mean, I guess is violence. Then you're defining violence. Is, well, is it the being, Bible defines that as zeal? Right. Right. And is so violence well, yeah, against I, I guess you a human violence and zeal are not the same category. 
Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think one's an emotion and one's an action. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you're not whipping people, that's not violent, but it is causing a commotion. Um, Interesting. And so anyway, that's my thought. But I think if we look at the situation, you know, there, there's a scripture and I, I know that you've got some, uh, you've done a study on this is about uh, the scripture that says, if you get slapped, like turn the other cheek. Oh, I want to talk about that I've a little bit. I've never preached about this. You haven't. Because, you know, I don't know the answer to this. And so. So what have you learned in your studies? And that, you know what? It's in this moment where I'm like, do I even t- say that? This is the whole thing about having a podcast. It's like. I work really, I preach, I don't know, 20 times a month, 30 times a we month. We didn't even tell people. We pastor a church. Yeah. 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 We pastor a church. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the thing is about when you preach or when I preach, a lot of time goes into studying the scriptures. So, you know, like what it meant to who it was meant, the culture, the history, all that kind of stuff. And then you get up there and you give a 30 minute talk and that, you know what you're going to say. Right. You don't go off script. The times that I've gone off script, I'm like, dude, don't put that on the podcast. Like <laughs> I went off on a tangent there, you know, and I've been, I've been doing a little this. bit polished. I've been preaching every week, three or four times a week, you know, on average for, I don't know, 16, 17 years now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I know not to go off script, script. I mean, little mm-hmm. jokes here and there always, but like, this right now, what I'm about to say, I've never talked, I haven't prepared for this. You know what I mean? Like, what if later I'm like, oh, delete that podcast because it's not, it's not, anyways. We'll, we'll call it wet cement. How about right. that? Here's some wet cement. Still. We're just, we're processing some things. Okay. So what's the, what was the question about turning the other cheek? Oh, what do you think that means? Like, dissect it well, a little what, bit what for us. What do people normally think it means? Um, Come Matthew chapter five, yeah. Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says, if someone slaps you in the face. Mm-hmm. Turn to them the other cheek. Right. Which you, would mean, here's my other cheek to slap as well. Right? So someone's violent to you, <laughs> and this is how you're supposed to respond. Right? Right. And when I, well, growing up, I've grown up in church. When I heard that and, you know, turn the other cheek, I never thought it meant like, hey, give me this side. Like, here's this side to slap as well. Um, I just thought like, oh, like, just let them do it. Or... Yeah you know, it's okay. Just give them grace or forgive them. Um, but I think it can mean that. I think it can mean that. But when I read it over and over again, giving me the other cheek is like, here, there's, here's this one too. Go ahead. You know, if you hit me on this one. So, uh, what have you learned in your kind of study of that scripture? What happened was to see what happened was (laughs) I was at a, I was at a birthday party or a party at somebody's house that um and one a famous pastor author came to the party that I really admired don't need to bring his his name up um but um just a guy I read all of his books and I have I I just greatly admired him he taught me a lot about the mm-hmm. bible really famous for teaching like first century like historic rabbi traditions and israeli traditions about judaism and stuff and you know we get into this great conversation for like an hour you can tell this is not a rager party, guys. This is a get together. Yeah, go we're just like we're like taking shots. As you're discussing theology. All right, go taking ahead. Taking shots, talking systematic theology. Oh my gosh. Hey, um, anyways, joke jokes. So uh we're talking for like, you know, we're deep in this conversation and he says, Well, when Jesus told people to turn the other cheek, he wasn't telling them to sign up for more violence. Mm. He was telling them to protest. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, in ancient cultures, when a Roman soldier or a master to a slave, they were allowed to slap their slaves 
around and it was permissible to backhand a slave, right? Wow. Or a soldier could backhand a, 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 a common person. Like, you got to understand, Israel was occupied by Rome. Yeah. And so there was a subservient situation. So there was, there was he could backhand a citizen, mm-hmm. and that citizen couldn't do anything about it. Right. The same soldier could say, hey, I have to go walk, carry my 50-pound bag of, uh, of weapons and, and, and resources with me for one mile. He could t- you have to do that. Yeah, yeah you, the you citizen would have to do that. And and what would happen is if you did that for a mile, you walk a whole mile there and a whole mile back, you've lost like an hour, you know, and like that message, you can't work that day, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's awful because it's like, here's a Roman that is your enemy that is like, you In know, charge, like has authority over you. Is occupying your, your right. place and mm-hmm. maybe murdered you know, a family, family member, member, right? Um, or, and your and your ta- your hard earned money from being a fisherman or whatever is paying his salary for more oppression. So right. like your your taxes are fueling your own oppression. I mean, it's an awful situation, right? Well, you know, in this in this conversation, there's three kind of things that happen there on the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus is talking. One of them, he says, "Turn the other cheek back toward him," and it's possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I believe this, but it's possible what that means. And there's people smarter than me who say it is. That when he says turn the other cheek, he's saying when you get backhanded with one hand, you turn toward the other cheek so he can't backhand you again because the only way they're allowed to do it was a backhand. So when you so turn like the other cheek, silent you can't. protest. Yeah. You're not hitting them back, but you're also not letting them punk you over and over again. Interesting. And that when you do that toward them and they can't hit you, that you're then putting the shame back on them. So you are fighting the violence with shame. Like you're basically shaming them back. So you're disrespecting them back, which is like, okay, interesting. And I mean, you can Google that and look at that. There's people smarter than me who've kind of explained that better, but Mm -hmm. it does kind of, I mean, and he goes further. So this author was telling me, he was like, and when they said, you know, walk two miles, you know, walk an extra mile. Right. So it's like, if this Roman soldier says, walk with me a mile, he goes, walk with them too. And how do people, most people think about that when they hear that they go the extra mile. What do they hear? Go the extra mile. I mean, that's what they hear is like. You know, there's a gas station down the street from my, my, from my office here that the name of the, the, the convenience store attached to it is the extra mile, right? Like like it's, 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 it's in our culture. It's almost like the good Samaritan. Like like we think of go farther, do more. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you're doing this out of the kindness of your heart. So it's the extra mile that you don't have to do. But Jesus is saying possibly, right if they're going to take you away from your job and make you do this so you don't get paid at work mm. and they're going to make you carry that walk an extra mile that they're not allowed to demand from you because they're only they're allowed to backhand you but they're not allowed to fronthand you they're allowed to make you walk a mile but they're not allowed to make you walk 2 miles mm, so interesting. it's it's a protest that's saying like you don't own me I'm not your slave I'm doing this out of my own will my own will yeah, yeah. so you can't make me do anything I'm doing this you know and it's almost like, once again, it's this subversive kind of, you know, Silent response. response. And then there's the other one, which is if you have, if someone sues you for your cloak, mm-hmm. if someone asks you for your cloak, right? the same thing, like they were allowed to take your clothes off of your back if they're cold, these Roman soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. And so if they take the outer coat off, what do you have left? Your inner coat? Your inner coat. Yeah. Which is called your cloak, mm-hmm. right? So you have a coat and you have a cloak. What is your cloak? Your cloak is your underwear. Yeah. So when they when he says give them your second coat, 
those of you that have two coats, give them the second one. Mm-hmm. It's possible that he's saying, just, just give them everything. Just go naked and flash them. Because in those cultures, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't sh- honorable. <laughs> it wasn't shameful to be naked as much as it was shameful to look upon someone who is naked. Interesting. So if you look at somebody who's naked, now you're the dirty one. Gotcha. You're supposed to be looking at that. And so there's like stories, you know, of like nonviolent protests mm-hmm. where they would take off their clothes and they would stand in a field naked right. so that, you know, or different things like that as a way of like using their body to like shame them and make them because they can't, they're not supposed to look at it. You know what I mean? Right. And they're just like, here I am. Oh, you want my coat here? Take both of them. Right. Oh, you want a mile here? I'll go too. Cause you're not my boss here. You're going to slap me. Well then maybe you need to do this. You know, there's like this, there's this, and I, and, and, and I don't know if that's what it means. Right. I don't know if that's what it means. I think, I think we have enough of Jesus's teachings and understanding the gospel to know that, you know, he wants us to lay our life down for others. Jesus said radical things. Yeah, and he yeah. and he shows us how to lay his life down for others, and right. he shows that. I mean, I mean, shoot, he washes the disciples' feet. Well, he also climbed up on a cross. <laughs> Mo- moments before Judas betrayed him, he's washing his yeah. feet. So, I mean, we see in other examples of Jesus's, like, you know, and it says in John, like, true love knows nothing greater than the one who lays his life down yeah. for another. So, anyways, back to the conversation about what is violence or how to respond you know, to that, you know, Jesus tends to say it tend you could you could build a case there that God's calling you to be a bridge, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a doormat. Correct. Right. Yeah. And I, that that's usually like the the counsel I give people when they're in a, a situation where one of the spouses is beating up on them. It's just like, oh, but you know, he loves me and that's like, dude, you know, and, and in fact I hate to say this, but I think even in the acceptance speech of that celebrity, I think he said something along the lines of like, love makes you do crazy things. And it's like, ooh, like love doesn't make you be violent like that. So, um, yeah. I can think of one other scenario where there was violence in the Bible and we can talk about how Jesus responded to it. But one of his disciples was a former zealot. Right, 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 right. And he uh, cut off, you know, a zealot. Let me give a little context there if you don't know what this was. Well, was was that, was that Simon Peter or was, was it, was it Simon the Zealot? Simon the Zealot. Oh, so Simon the Zealot cut off his ear or did Peter? Am I getting it wrong? I don't know. Am I getting it wrong? I don't know. I would guess it was Simon the Zealot. it was Peter. Was it really? Oh, well, okay. Um, Simon's either way, way, one of his disciples with the same name, um, cut off the ear of like an altar boy, essentially. I mean, if that would be like the common, common name now, his name is like Malachus or something. Yeah. And (laughs) you know, here he was trying to like stand up for Jesus and, and, and he cuts off the dude's ear. Yeah. 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 And, um, how did Jesus respond? Well, let's just talk about the, I mean, was he aiming for his ear? I'm sure he wasn't. No, he was probably yeah. trying to cut his throat or right. cut his face or cut his head off. That's so funny. I just assumed it was Simon the Zealot because he had like a little dagger and was like trying to kill someone. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, in one gospel accounts, it says somebody cut off his ear. But then in John's gospel, he goes, oh, it was Peter. He just named him. Yeah. He just throws him <laughs> under the bus. He's like, it was Peter, guys. Like, let's let's just make sure we get this straight. Typical Peter. You know what I mean? Out of nowhere, trying to cut a dude's head off. Yeah. And then Jesus is like, you've been carrying swords the whole time? Like, you've been with me how many years? Like, why would you think this is appropriate? But Jesus essentially says, you know, um, I wasn't planning on doing this as my last miracle. Somebody find the the, the ear, mm-hmm. <laughs> put it back on the guy. And then he looks at Simon and he's like, dude, bro, like if I wanted to, I could call like thousands of angels down from heaven and roast these fools right now. Mm-hmm. 
This is me. Well, that, that's not my the great translation, down. but yes, that's not the <laughs> smoke these dudes, roasting yeah. these dudes. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, essentially, he's like, I got the armies of heaven at my right. beck and call. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not an issue of me not having power. This is an issue of me being gentle. Right. And I think I think a lot of times men, you know, we think of gentleness as a lack of power. Right. As and a weakness. Yeah. And, 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 and so when we, us, when we, when we dominate, when we assert ourselves, when we stand up for people, a lot of times it's about like showing, you know, that you're strong and powerful, but Jesus was powerful. He was strong. Mm-hmm. He is the strongest. He's God, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and there was no, there's no limit. And so he's trying to tell Peter is it's it's not that I'm weak it's right. that I'm gentle it's that I'm withholding my strength right and that's actually gentleness is not weakness right gentleness in fact if you are powerful exactly and you hold yourself back so good that's called being gentle right but if you're weak and you hold yourself and you don't have anything that's gentleness. just you being weak right so the more powerful you are mm-hmm. the greater capacity there is for gentleness right gentleness is a fruit of the spirit because God knows that we're powerful. Our words are powerful. The yeah. way we treat people is powerful. The way the way we talk about people is yeah. powerful. Um, there is a lot of power in 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 in, in physical presence and those right. kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And I think if uh, if there's any guys out there listening right now, I think at the end of the day, you know, you got to understand that that gentleness is is a fruit of the spirit. It is being Christ-like, but it's not evidence of your weakness so good that's actually evidence of how strong you really are that's so important for us to know i look at that i look at that situation with that celebrity slapping that host and it's like you know i understand that he wanted to to respond and maybe he should have responded you know but not violently right so i actually was in a working on my master's right now and um, we had this big conversation. I'm going to call you Master Coleman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in my second year of this program, let's just not get too ahead of ourselves, all right? I still got two more to go. One day. One day. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I, we're having this conversation about violence and force. Mm. There's a difference between violence and force. Yeah. Right? So like when I was a kid, the police department was called the force. Right. That's what it's called, the mm-hmm. force. The police force. Yeah. yeah. And then on the side of the car, it said, to serve and protect, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, you know, in fact, I asked my kids, uh, I said, I said, well, are, pol- are, are policemen violent? And they're like, no. Well, sometimes. They're like, it depends know, on the police It's officer. been a rough few years. So right. they, you know, they have an actual, I think they have a more comprehensive understanding of, of, of yeah. So anyways. Of our world. Yeah. They, they've seen some things now. And, and I usually have those conversations with them during those times about right. those things like the Maude Aubrey thing. Like I remember talking with like Logan extensively mm-hmm. about that, but anyways, make a long, make a long story longer. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a difference between violence and force yeah. and, and police men are not supposed to be violent. Right. They're supposed, but they are supposed to have force. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to use their power, right. To control or, or restrain. To, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, that's the difference is violence is, usually punitive. Mm-hmm. Like if some, like the reason why that celebrity slapped that person was not just to protect his wife, but was to get him back for what he did. Right. Right. That's a whole different situation. It's a great so way to violence is, yeah. And violence escalates. Violence mm-hmm. begets violence. Right. But another way he could have responded or would be to use force, but not violence. Right. So what would that have looked like? A headlock? 
<laughs> I don't know. Is that Violet? Whoa! What if that? I mean, what if he did that? I don't know. I mean, like, what I if he walked up there and put him in a headlock? Would have been stopping someone that was attacking your wife or coming at your wife. Like, dude, you're not going to do anything. You're staying right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably uh, more accurate than a headlock. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What what would that have looked like if he would have like put him in a headlock and like laughed Been and like, like dude messed up his a, hair I don't know, like and was noogie? like apologized to my wife or something. You know, I, I don't, don't know. know. There's something in I think men that you know, I think there there is something about us we feel an obligation to stand up for the women that we love. Mm-hmm. How you do that like Christ, there's a way to do it that's not violent. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. When I asked my oldest son what he thought about that, he was just like there had to be a better way. Right. You know? Yeah. We live in uh, some crazy times where there's cameras everywhere <laughs> and uh, everything's recorded now. And so what may not have been, um, you know, gotten as much press, you know, a hundred years ago today, got a ton of press. Well, yeah. what, I don't know. I don't know how long we recorded that. I forgot to set a timer. Oops. So I feel like we could wrap it up with that. Wrap it up. How can people ask questions for episode number two? We will Ooh. try to cover. All right. Well, Hopefully my website, justicecoleman.com, will be done. And yeah. you can just put that on there, submit a question, or Perfect. we'll just do it on Or even in the Instagram. comments, like if oh. there's comments yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah. YouTube. Do that. Comment a question yeah. on YouTube underneath oh. there, and we'll, we'll try to pick one of those. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Thanks for joining us.